Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts, Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Welcome back and welcome into the studio for the Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Moncton Wildcats for our 2021 draft preview presented by Muddy Rudder Bar and Grill in Alma. Um, We're welcome... We're pleased to have them as a draft uh, sponsor for the coverage that we're going to have over the next couple of weeks there um, as well. They're on board so much they're going to give us a $50 gift certificate for you guys to go uh, to go win and uh, and have a meal. But we'll get to the trivia in just a little bit. Once again, as always, I am your host, Adam. Thank you for joining us on the YouTube. Thank you for downloading. And I am finally again joined in studio by your favorite co-hoster, Mass Singer Fishing Hell's Kitchen Fishing Big Brother Fishing Poutine Fest Grand Prize winner, and now fully vaccinated, Mr. Jeremy Boucher. Mr. Boucher, how are you? Well, Adam, uh, I'm doing very well. Uh, <laughs> you know what? It's uh, it's great to be back. It's great to be uh, fully vaccinated. Uh, there's is it? Been, it's it is. Yeah. Now that it feels it feels now that you've recovered. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I'm I'm not gonna go out and tell anybody to to uh, not get vaccinated, but uh, just you know, be prepared to. Uh, you know, have a little bit of alone time, probably for the uh, at least uh, twenty-four to thirty-six hours after <laughs> your uh, after your shot. Yeah. Um. I know we talked to Chris, and Chris said he felt fine, but uh, you know, I guess it may might hit other you know might hit people different. Right. Um. I don't feel. I feel fine. Now uh, you doubled up on Pfizer, right? I uh, I fully fully and, Pfizered, and I think he did too, right? No, he had a he had a cocktail. Oh, he had a cocktail. Yeah, he, had a, he had a Pfizer and Moderna. Well, uh, maybe cocktail, that's the key. So, maybe uh, you never hey, know. Yeah. You never know. Uh, but no, it's awesome. Uh, great to be back in the studio. Uh, draft shows are, you know, my favorite. Yep. Uh, my favorite episode. Shine. Like I don't know. This year's a little different. <laughs> uh, we'll see it. We'll see about uh, how it goes. And yep. um, yeah, we've got uh, a lot to talk about. And uh, we'll be here this week. We'll be here next week. And uh, we'll be live on uh, Instagram all Friday night. And hopefully, the first round doesn't take uh, ten hours because. Uh, well, if that's the case, I'll be half in the bag by the time uh, <laughs> you know Halifax makes their sixth pick. So, yeah, um, yeah. How's summer been? Good. Been yeah, uh, you know, going through a bit of a heat wave right now, oh, so it's, it's uh, a little warm out there. It, it's tough, um, especially when you work outside. Yeah. But uh, you know, fortunately, there's some people have their sprinklers going, and I just uh, take advantage <laughs> of it by running through them. Yeah. Uh, whether I have their permission or not. Uh, that's hey, that's their fault for having them out. Right? Yeah. That's little one, uh, little one's done kindergarten on Friday. Yeah. Uh, then she's uh, daycare all summer, grade one in September. Just like that, eh? Oh man, yeah. Time flies. Yep. And uh, what is it? Hundred, uh, hundred days until. Hundred and one days by the time we. Hundred days, yeah. By the time this comes out, hundred days till regular season kicks off. Unbelievable. Which. Let's just have a regular, regular, regular season. Everybody, all the teams. Um, yeah. So I told you before we come on here, I had a nice little story. So the other day I was like. I asked you where you went, which waterfalls you went to, right? And your answer was? Laverty Falls. Right. So me, trying to be a New Brunswicker, I know where Laverty Falls is. Looked it up, <laughs> put it in Google. So where does it take me? It takes me out uh, to Petty Kodiak, turn left, go through, I can't remember what town it is right now. Elgin? Elgin. Yeah. Okay. It takes me through Elgin. Instead of turning right, I go down a dirt road. All right. You know, Laverty Falls. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Did it take you through like Caledonia Mountain Road? It literally was trying road? to take me to Laverty Falls. By dry, like, I finally stopped when I got to a road off a of gravel road to turn, and there was just tracks. Like it was literally <laughs> trying to. It wasn't taking me. So 
so we kind of try to put, and of course you don't have a lot of, uh, you don't have a lot of cell reception out there. So we put it in, try to find a, uh, we, we found funny national park. So we, it's like, go straight, turn right down this gravel road, turn left. We get to Fundy national park, not the entrance. We're on basically trails. Like ATV trails in Fundy National Park. And, yeah, we drove on gravel with Layla's SUV, which has trail mode. If you're ever looking for a RAV4, it does have trail mode. It's great on the ATV trails. Um, it, it was like an hour and a half of pure gravel. And we were on the trails, like, driving through. Ended up coming out on the, the highway towards Fundy National. I didn't know that it was in Fundy National Park, right? Like, I didn't think to ask that. I just Googled it, and it took me right to Fundy, right to Laverty Falls. It's, it's actually hilarious because <laughs> you literally just take the usual way to Fundy Park. Yep. Go back, go past the uh, the gates, and you might drive seven, seven minutes. kilometers yep. or something like that, yep. and there's Laverty Road. Yep. And you take it right on Laverty Road, and it just seems like you drive forever because uh, it's just a gravel road, and it feels, like I said, it feels like you drive forever. But eventually the road just comes to an end. It's a large parking lot. And there it is. And there it is. There's your trail. So. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, I'm not a hiker, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> so you had said it was 45 down, about an hour up. All right. So we start going down, and, and we're getting halfway down. I'm like, holy shit. This is going to be quite a hike up. Like, this, this falls better be a hell of a payoff when we get down there, yeah. which it was, which it was coming back like we look on the we look on the map Layla's like oh that was a moderate hike i'm not a moderate hike i'm an easy hiker i'm not a moderate hiker at all um but that's how we we finished that we came into town we tried out the new muddy grill so that's a long way of of telling us that uh telling you guys that that food's amazing uh that's how we found it that's how they became a presenting sponsor of our draft show so we welcome them but yeah that was my adventure two and a half weeks ago and i'm just like I just should have like, and I was trying to surprise her, right? Like I was like, let's go for a hike. So she's like, sure. He doesn't want to go for hikes. We'll go for a hike. Nope. I, I should have asked next time so that she could help me find where this place was in Fundy National Park. But once you get there, it's absolutely beautiful. So yeah. I, I don't even know which way you took. So I don't I, even, I just ended up on yeah. dirt roads. It was ridiculous. Uh, that's, and that, that's why I'm a TV guy. Uh, that's why we start this show all the time with TVs. Uh, TV recaps, Hell's Kitchen, Young Guns. Um, the blue team sucks. Like they're not good. They can't put anything together. Yeah, that's not uh, that's not a very good group. No, I mean, uh, they're uh, they're pretty discombobulated. They keep trying is, to bounce back. It's yeah. bounce back, right? Bounce back. Bounce back. Antonio's yeah. bounce back. Oh God. Uh, not no. That seasons. I don't. I mean, I'm I'm watching it, but I'm not invested in yeah. it like I am uh, w- with the other seasons. Uh, the Young Guns. I mean, they're Jeez, they're lucky if they've been in kitchens for you know three years. Yeah. So it's it's tough for them to really come on that show and compete. But hell, in if they win, that's quite a that's quite a job they're getting. And as a what is it, executive chef at um, Gordon Ramsay's second steak. second steakhouse yeah. in Vegas. So that's so a really good payday for you know someone that's one of them. Maybe a couple of years out of uh, culinary school. And the the way the girl the way the girl the red team's playing right now, I gotta believe. Like I I'm I'm thinking Steve for the blue team. Yeah, he's uh, looking good. He won the the punishment pass. Mm-hmm. He kind of has his his stuff together, but uh, other than that, I, I think it's going to be a girl again. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, no one's other than Steve. No one's really stood out from yeah. uh, from the guys. And yeah, so I mean, this is uh, the past few seasons of this show. It's been girl power. 
That is very correct. All right. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter. This is probably the time you're going to want to do this if you just joined us. This is the, probably the time you're going to want to do it. Uh, Twitter, Moncton Wildcast, Instagram, Wildcast Podcast, and now TikTok. Uh, and don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube. We're going to go to a quick question here. Mr. Boucher, we're moving into draft, draft weekend. Are you a fan of the two-day drafts uh, when we get back to this thing in person? Because I am. I like, you know, the NFL used to be Friday, Saturday. It was rounds one, two, three on Friday, uh, four through seven on Sunday. It was a long, long grind. Um I mean, we went to the draft two years ago in Quebec. It was one day. It was quite a while uh, being at the arena. I, 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 I like this where it's round one on Friday. You can, especially when you get in person, you can focus and make it a big event, mm-hmm. prime time, and then Saturday. Even if it was one and two on Friday, but I, I'm a, I'm a big fan, and I hope they kind of keep this when they get back to live drafts, wherever that's going to be after we get back next season. But, um. I, I think they should keep the two days, make round one a primetime event that much more special. Um, what about you? 100% agree. Uh, it's uh, It kind of matches up with what uh, even the NHL is doing right now, yeah. right? Uh, they're Friday nights live and yep. uh, Saturday nights, I mean, still televised, but, you know, it's NHL network. They're not showing every pick. It's just a bunch of guys talking and, and well, ladies talking as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, big fan of a big fan of both uh, doing both days. You know, you get started on, uh, on a Friday night at – you know, eight o'clock, and you're out of there by you know eleven. Still got time to you know get a get a few bubbly pops in you. Yeah. Um, and then you start the second round. You know, not too early in the morning on Saturday. Enough time to you know cure that. Uh, um, Hair of the dog. Uh, personal sickness from the, uh, the night before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, and get going on on for the second round. So I'm a big fan. I, I think that would be uh, something that they should really consider doing. Uh, and you know, it it would bring you know, more people, right? You, you're sitting in an arena for, uh, you know, for one day, it gets long, man. Yeah. Um, this way you're, you've got that break. <laughs> yeah. You know, my you first, can... my first adventure in that, I was like, wow, this is a long day. Like yeah, you get really a break is. after round seven or round eight. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can see why they wouldn't want to do it just because, you know, that's more cost for the parents for two days hotel. But I mean, let's be honest, the first 50, these... you invite the first 50 kids on Friday night and everybody like, and it would suck to be in that that seat as a as a kid hoping to get your name called. Mm-hmm. Pick eighteen is player blank from wherever, and you got to come back the next day. I can see where that's going to be tough. And but you know, Friday night also allows the league to sell sponsorships. Exactly. Which yeah. you know, after two years of you know what we've gone through, that's an excellent way to sell primetime sponsorship on TVA mm-hmm. um, and. Wherever Rogers, I guess it would be like YouTube, East wherever, East East Link, wherever. It. yeah, yeah it, like that's it. extra revenue for the league. Like I, I really yeah. think that they should, Mister Coteau, if you're listening, <laughs> I think this is a hundred percent an idea that you should. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I guess it depends on the kids, right? I don't think it's too much of a, you know, the the whole costing for families. I mean, some of these, you know, I think it's cost something like ten thousand dollars just to play midget AAA in Quebec. Yeah, uh, so it's not like these. I mean, yeah, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty penny, but. You know, if you can afford to to put your you know your your son in in a to play hockey, or pay ten thousand dollars for your son to play hockey, yeah. you can afford to pay two nights hotel, three nights hotel, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It's uh, unless you're literally spending your last dime putting your putting your kid in in, in sports, I wouldn't recommend doing that. Uh, it's uh, that's it's and it helps cities too wherever they're yeah, going, right? That's economy, extra. you know, yeah. it's uh, wherever wherever it is, it's it helps the economy. Uh, it, it's puts, you know, people in hotel rooms, especially in a time right now where, 
you know, <laughs> hotel rooms are, are pretty empty. And, yeah. um, you know, it, it, I was hoping they would um, do a last minute change, I guess, because, you know, in, in Montreal, you can have 25, no, 3,500 people at, yeah. a, at a Canadians game. Yeah. I was hoping they would do something uh, a little last minute in which they maybe held it at the Videotron Center in Quebec and, you know, have, I mean, obviously the Maritime teams wouldn't go, but, right. you know, the Maritime teams could uh, could do their picks virtually. The Quebec teams could be there. Just something a little more intimate where, with people in the stands. But, you know, I think uh, it got to the point where it just got too close. Uh, but, uh, you know, virtual is fine. Last year they did a great job with it. Um, I hope it's better than the OHL draft. I fell asleep after the third pick. I didn't um, even watch it. <laughs> oh, man. The, it, it, I, they had the worst. Uh, it was literally a nothing like it wasn't the commissioner talking or nothing it was oh, really it was the teams calling in their picks and that's all you heard over the speakers and then the names just flicked up on this on the right side of the screen it oh. was terrible and i think they had like um they must have had some sort of a playlist uh for for uh to have going in the background and for the first five picks i swear to god it was elevator music <laughs> it wasn't anything to like get people into the mood of of being in a draft it was a terrible right. production uh, but I know, I know the Q. I know the Q is going to do so much better. Uh, so yeah, virtual is yeah, fine. Have, you got to have the walk-up music. You yeah, gotta have yeah, virtual is fine. Next year, let's get butts back in the seats and yeah. hopefully have it somewhere close. I don't. I was going to say, I wonder where it'll be because it was supposed to be in Sherbrooke last year. So I wonder yeah. if they're going to get it again. And which man, that's what like a ten-hour drive. Not that bad. Not bad. I'd rather yeah. have be here somewhere. Yeah, you know, St. John, Moncton, Cape Breton. Yeah, Cape Breton. Yeah, somewhere. Good. Somewhere's um, where it's uh, close. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into some. I guess we'll go news and notes from around the queue. There aren't many, but this is where we're gonna. Uh, yeah, we'll just go. News and notes from around the queue. Yeah, there's no real news and notes. I mean, things are gonna happen. Uh, by the time you listen to this, uh, the trade deadline could be open already, could be passed uh, as it's Wednesday, and then we get into the draft uh, Friday. So it is uh, it is your time, Mr. Boucher. Uh, you are the Wildcast draft guru, mm. uh, scouting guy. So let's get into your some of your prospects, and let's throw a, a round one mock draft. I won't put you through a round fourteen mock draft. Oh, but, thank uh, God. <laughs> we'll be here um, all night. Round one it starts off with Sherbrooke. Uh, it's Ethan Goche, and that's penciled in. Yeah, I haven't seen any any draft uh, your rankings that don't have him number one. Yeah. Uh, I think comparable. You're probably looking at a Hendricks Lapierre, um, which I mean, it's not a not a bad uh, not a bad player. It's pretty good comparable. Yeah, good bloodlines. Uh, his dad Denis Gauthier, had a nice uh, NHL career. His brother Kalen's a defenseman with Drummondville. Uh, so yeah. Fully expect Ethan Goche to go uh, first overall to Sherbrooke. Uh, moving on to second, uh, Kay Breton. Uh, apparently, they are taking calls on this pick, um, but uh, I would be shocked if they didn't take Tyler Paddle. Uh, you know, it's uh, Willie Palov had an article today in which uh, it said that Tyler Paddle was still, you know, weighing his options, um, but uh, I think it would be a huge miss if Kay Breton didn't take him. Uh, you know, if uh, if he doesn't report to Cape Breton, uh, it's that's not a bad thing uh, because chances are there's a team that's going to want him. Uh, you got to look at when um, Bay Como took Nathan McKinnon first overall in the yep. Q draft, and uh, he just uh, didn't report, and then Halifax paid uh, a, a good a premium. premium for him. 
And uh, in case you didn't know, Adam, the um, hashtag I use sometimes well, on Twitter. Well, we're Como. That's, that's yeah. a whole shot at Nathan yeah, McKinnon. 100%. So, <laughs> um, so I actually I, I sent that article to you, and I said, tell me you're trying to go to Halifax without telling me you're trying to go to Halifax. Yeah. He's weighing his, it, I don't want to say is he actually weighing his options, but is this like a, a play that, you know, I want? I don't want to go to Pacoma. I don't want to go to Quebec. I want to go to Halifax. Is, is that a player or is this a player that – because the first comment underneath it was, yeah, go NCAA, uh, Cole Caulfield, Dylan Holloway, and Alex Newhook. And I'm like, there's tons of Q players that have – Yeah. Uh, it was like – it was are having success and they're getting their schooling. And I'm like, it, you get schooling when you play in the Q. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure there's some pretty good Q players in the NHL. And, you know, nothing against Cole Caulfield. He's having unbelievable playoffs. But he's only getting seen because they're in the playoffs. Like, Newhook hasn't played – or hasn't played much for Colorado. Holloway hasn't played much for the Oilers at all. Like he, he's, he might be there next year, but we don't know what he's going to be. Like there's still Q players that are, are doing quite well. So um, I just wonder if that's a, a a mix to try and get into five and, and six to Halifax. Oh, uh, it's possible. Um, I really don't get. I think I don't think it happens. Um, if you're Cape Breton, you have to take him. Yeah. Um, Whether he plays or you can move him, right? Exactly. If you if you take him and he doesn't show up, you can trade him. You know, if you can't trade him, you're getting that compensation pick next year. At two, that's a pretty good compensation yeah. pick. So, I mean, you know, I think they take him. Um, unless there's a team that walks up and says, look, you know, we want the pick. I think the only team that would do that would be Halifax because they've Move got four, the – Five and six. Well, I don't know about five and six. Um, but, yeah, there there would be a package of at least one of those picks for sure. Uh, and then uh, we'll go from there. All right. Um, Third overall, uh, Bay Como, um, their first of, I believe, many picks. <laughs> no, was it Bay Como with many picks in the first round? Yeah, I think it was Bay Como or Ruski. One has. of them, yeah. Um, this one might be a these little. Are, these are deals that complete from yeah. last Chris, like the yeah. Christmas trade that line. So this one might be a little off the board, not necessarily off the board. Um, I think they take a defenseman, Mark uh, Olivier Baudry. Um, he's a defenseman out of the. Uh, well, it's, I hate I hate this team. Riverain du Collège Charles Lemoyne. I love these French. Uh, You're way better Quebec at that than I am. AAA names. <laughs> um, so that's uh, that's not um, that's just based on things I've heard. Yep. Uh, and uh, so I'd be my third pick. Um, fourth overall is Quebec, uh, which will be traded to Ormuski as part of the Zach Bolduc trade. Um, so for Quebec, I have uh, Vincent Collard, who is the I on this. Ranking sheet, we have fourth overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I fully expect this trade, this pick to go to Ramuski, and I would expect Ramuski to pick uh, to pick Kalar. So I'm just putting him there for the for the sake of it, um, hope and and hoping <laughs> that I'm right. Back to back, Halifax five and six. Um, so these, I I think they're gonna really build from the back end with these two picks. Uh, there's a player out of the Charlottetown Knights program. Um, earlier in the season, I called him the real deal. Uh, that was defenseman Luke Coughlin. Uh, on our sheet, uh, Adam, he is ranked uh, sixth. sixth. Yep. Um, yeah, real deal defenseman. Uh, strong defensively, offensively, uh, gifted, block shots. Does really everything uh, that uh, that you're going to need. And uh, again, Halifax, I think they'll take another defenseman. Right out of our backyard here in Moncton, Dylan McKinnon. Uh, probably my favorite uh, player that I've had a chance to watch this season, um, especially with Justin Barron uh, going pros this year. 
uh, you know, another right shot defenseman like uh, Dylan McKinnon can step in there. And uh, let's be honest, um, this guy's going to be, you know, it's going to be tough to play against this, against this guy in a couple of years. He's physical as they come, uh, and he's going to make forwards absolutely hate their life. Um, so that's uh, to be able to take a defenseman like Coughlin and McKinnon back to back for Halifax. That would be absolutely massive um, for the Mooseheads. Um, Especially with one of our picks. Yeah, that's uh, kind of the <laughs> yeah this the stabber. Not only but, do they take our pick, they take one of the guys right out of our backyard. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> one of the guys that uh, um, that I really like. But uh, no, Dylan McKinnon is going to be a heck of a defenseman. Uh, same thing with uh, with Coughlin. Um, next, I think we have. Uh, next, we have Blaineville Brovian. Blaineville seven at seven. Uh, for me, I have uh, Alexi uh, Bork as the seventh pick to. Uh, to Blaineville, uh, we have him as number eight on our uh, on our rankings here. Um, I'm I'll be honest, don't know much about him because uh, we're getting into the point where, well, Quebec didn't play any hockey this year, <laughs> uh, so it's really tough um, to uh, to really know anything about these players. Yeah, and uh, so I apologize. You know, usually I would have you know my own opinion on, on some of these players. Uh, but I don't this year. Um, I just know that he's he's a really smart player. Um, he's got a good scoring touch, and uh, so it's he's a first round pick. He's got a good size at six one one seventy two. Um, so that's who I have going to uh, Blaineville at number seven. Uh, moving on to number eight, um, which we have as the St. John Sedogs. Yep, the St. John Cenas. Um, <laughs> Uh, a pick that will be traded to uh, Drummondville in the William Dufour. Yeah. Um, I have them picking uh, Mathieu Catafour, uh, who on this ranking list I have uh, is number three. Uh, my understanding is this get so uh, be Drummondville then. Not... It'll be Drummondville, yes. Yeah. So this one I have a um, little bit of knowledge on him. Um, very low center of gravity, protects the puck well, right shot. Uh, drives the net hard uh, and uh, should put up a, a lot of goals just playing that uh, that crash that crash style mm-hmm. game. Uh, Ramuski at number nine. I think that's uh, the order that we have. They go nine ten. Uh, nine ten. Yeah, they go Ramuski at nine. Ramuski at ten. They have Schwinnigan's pick. Yep. From what trade? Uh, I don't know. Really? Yeah. That's what oh. uh, the twenty twenty Q entry draft. Oh, it's there. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. Um, I thought Schwinnigan had 10. My bad. So, yeah, number nine, I am fully expecting Ramuski to trade this pick uh, because I believe that they are eyeing a player uh, from their own backyard. Um, and um, if I'm them, I'm trading the pick because I think he's still going to be available later in the first round and possibly uh, second round, early second round. Uh, that player would be a defenseman by the name of Tristan De Silva. Um, he, when I say he is uh, in their own from their own backyard, he actually represented the Ramuski Junior Oceanic at the uh, Quebec Pee Wee Tournament a few a few years ago. Um, so yeah, right straight from their backyard. I don't know where he is on the uh, list. Say 15. fifteen. Okay, fifteen. So that's what I mean. Where I'm thinking, you know, they might trade back the pick to get yeah, uh, yeah. someone local. Um, when you get someone local, puts butts in the seats. Um. I didn't know they had the tenth, the tenth uh, pick as well. Yeah, it um, says uh, nine is Ramuski from Schwinnigan, ten is Ramuski from Gatineau. I sent you the 
in our little Facebook chat. Ramuski from Schwinnigan. Yep. Is what pick ten? Nine. And then ten is Ramuski from Gatineau. Ramuski from Gatineau. Yeah. So okay, that must be the uh, that's the um, McKinnon, probably the McKinnon trade. Yeah, probably. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, all these all these could change by the time we get to Friday yeah, night because other, other picks are going to be moving. I'll just so. go with it. Uh, the player I have here is uh, Justin Boisel, twenty um, third on this list here. Um, down. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. Like I said, don't know much about him. Yeah. At this point, I'm just throwing you know Picking throwing names. darts at yeah. a throwing darts yeah. and, and seeing which one sticks. Um, Eleven. Um, Charlottetown, is yep. that what we have? Yep. Which I believe is being traded to Drummondville for the Semino um, trade. Again, I have Cam Squires, who is a native of Charlottetown, um, just for that reason. Uh, he was a local kid, but, you know, um, Drummondville has picked local kids recently. They yeah. took uh, Luke Woodworth in the first round last year. They got Drew Madigan in their lineup. Um, so, you know, they're, they're, if their Maritime Scout has their eyes on the – on the prize, maybe they go with Cam Squires and who's uh, rated thirty fourth. Thirty fourth, yeah. but let's just be honest, he's not thirty fourth. This he's yeah. got first, he's got first round talent. Yeah, um, I think he's probably if you go in elite prospects, he's one of very few players who who you know it says like prospect eligible for. He's one of those players. Oh, so okay. not a lot of players on this uh, on this draft have that have that prospect eligible for. I think probably two thousand twenty three. 24 draft oh, okay. but he does nice. so um clearly they uh a lot of people out there are extremely high on him um next pick i have is quebec yep is that correct okay i yep. uh, don't know what they're doing with this one <laughs> uh obviously they're going for the memorial cup uh so this pick very well could be traded um i don't know that um uh, but uh, if it is it is if it's not i have them taking nathan nathan barrel um, who I have as, or I shouldn't say I have, this list has him at 16. Very small forward at 5'8", 155. Um, but he just flat out loves to play the game. Uh, always has a smile on his face. And, uh, you know, sounds familiar. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a, yeah, there's a pretty good player in the yeah. league that's that. So super skilled, uh, always smiling, loves the game. Uh, if there's one knock on him, he's, he always goes for that, uh, wow moment. Yeah. And it comes, place. yeah, comes back and bites him in the ass. But no, he's going to put up some points in this league. Um, I wonder next, if that's a. I wonder if twelve is a spot where because Quebec is looking for players to add. If uh, a Denoyer from Halifax could be a player that they add, giving up the twelve pick plus. You know, I wonder if that's a spot where they could maybe move that pick and Halifax obliges. It's possible. Yeah. Um, it would be a Because he'd be, a, he'd be an excellent yeah. player on that team. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, especially going for Memorial Cup. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they want, if Halifax wants to move him, but I mean, if you can have five, six, and 12, that's uh, that's pretty good getting, you know, McIsaac, Grew, and Denway to get five, six, and 12 in this draft. If I'm Halifax, I probably wait. Okay. Um, because the prices are going to go higher. True. Mem Cup year. Um, you know, you always prices are always higher in a Mem Cup year, yep. uh, and especially when the Mem Cup is in your league. Um, so I would I would hang on to him. Uh, same thing with uh, a certain number ten uh, here in Moncton. I would hang on to him. We'll talk to him. Uh, we'll talk about him in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, thirteen. I have Bay Como. Is that correct? That is correct. Uh, so we had them taking a defenseman at three. Um, I'll have them take another defenseman. They'll build a. They'll build back. They'll build. 
the from back the back end. end. Yeah. Uh, defenseman by the name of Tomas Iber, um, 29 on this list. Um, so, um, yeah. Let's just say, let's call him a Jeremy Poirier. Okay. Okay. Let's, uh, that's yeah. um, just based on uh, what I've heard and, uh, you know, some of the things that, uh, uh, that I've read. Uh, I could be completely wrong. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, that's, that's where I really see, uh, this player as, uh, uh I'm not comparing, comparing him to Jeremy Poirier, but mm-hmm. it's more of a, you know, what he reminds me of. Okay. Um, so when I say that this player, this defenseman turns the buck over a lot, um, that's how I get the Jeremy Poirier comparison. So we'll see where that, uh, where that ends up. Um, uh, I have Victoriaville. As at fourteenth, yep. um, I have another. Will they have it, or do you think that's going to be included in some of their deals for um, for Element? Element? No, they're or? trading out. They're they're um, selling, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they should be selling. Like they won't have any deals from Christmas. Oh, I don't think, uh, right? shoot, maybe, maybe. I don't have the information though. No, so. no, no. That's what I mean. This could be a pick that they move as yeah, part of the very, trade very well possible with the deadline. Yeah. Um, I have another defenseman off the board, uh, Jesse Carrier. Uh, I don't see him on the list here. Uh oh. Where is he? He's on there somewhere. Jesse. 55. 55. 55. 8675309. Yeah, so a little bit off the board, uh, but um, look at this point. I just think it's uh, going off. I don't know. Basically, going back a year and trying to evaluate what they could yeah. be, which. I mean, you're going to put a lot of stock in your scouting staff. That's it, man. Like, you've got – they might have played two weeks of hockey, three weeks of hockey in Quebec, and then they were shut down again. Yeah. Uh, And then they've got their bantam. A lot of these are going to be interviewing coaches, and, uh, you know, that's how it's going to be. Like, this is – you know, unless you – you've got connections. uh, You know, fortunately here in Moncton, we've got – scouts who are actually coaches in midget leagues who yeah, would know yeah. these players right um so uh, that really that helps out Moncton I'm sure a lot of teams are like that as well but it's going to be a lot of um a lot of connections it's almost it's almost like going to be like the import draft where you have yeah. to reach out to your contacts and right. say what do you know about this player where do you, do you think he would fit into our lineup kind of thing so diff- with really, a little bit of a whl flair where they were drafting like 14 year olds and bantam and oh, hoping yeah. to see what just and trying to develop what they were going to be mm-hmm. two years down the road you're kind of looking at what you're saying plus two years previous tape and mm-hmm. hoping to evaluate well they should be at this level when you get going mm-hmm. so uh i have shrewin again 15 yep um, okay, so this is going to be my uh, my draft prediction. This pick here, um, I'm not saying this player is going to get picked at this at this position, but my prediction is that a team that doesn't have a first round pick is Ruin Aranda. So Ruin Aranda is going to trade in the first round to take Matisse Ouellette, another one who's local, um, and probably um, I think he's high so on the list. Your, you're going to make the your, this is your trade that you're. This is put my, this is my your Ruin, one trade. This Ruin is Ruin Aranda in. trading into the first round to get Matisse Ouellette, Um because he's from Ruin Aranda, um, and that's what's going to help teams, right? Like if you're if if it's a local player, some that some player that you've had the chance to watch a lot, yeah. And you know he played for a team uh, in a must that you know where they're located in Quebec, they didn't have a lot of COVID, right. so they were actually allowed to play a lot this year. Um, so it gave 
you know, it would give a ruin a lot of opportunity to get in there and watch him. Um, and of course, Valdor won't have a first down pick, and you know, Runaranda and Valdor are like Moncton and, and Riverview. They're they're that close together. So, um, I think Ruan is Ruan is going to step in here in the first round and uh, snatch up uh, Matias Wallet. Um, 16th is Bathurst. Mm-hmm. Um, do they have this pick? Or are they trading it for Lapierre? I have no idea. I would think it would probably be involved in Lapierre. I mean, if you're trading Lapierre, this would be the one that this would, would at least be think, part of the package. Right? You would think. Yeah. Uh, but then there was that article that Robert uh, Robert Lagasse put out from Lacadie Nouvelle saying that, uh, you know, Richie Thibault might be interested in this pick because it's the only pick available. So that leads me to believe that maybe they it have is. it. Yeah. Maybe it is available. Otherwise, um, I think they, they get uh, Lapierre and they keep their 16th uh, pick. That's pretty good. Yeah. Depending on what else they're giving up. That wouldn't be that bad. Um, so, again, uh, not necessarily local, but someone they would have had a chance to watch a lot this year uh, from the Moncton Flyers organization, um, Justin Jandron. Uh, I like this player. Um, I, I compare him a lot to an Alex Bocage. I think he's going to pop a lot. He's going to score a lot of goals in this league. Um, he's. I think he's probably third second or third round on that page oh really i think i don't know um john john draw um hmm. yeah it's uh You're always going off the board eh? well you know it's uh <laughs> I, I gotta do my thing where, where the hell is he i don't even know um is he not on the first page oh sorry 46 oh okay yeah 46 um so yeah th- he, for me he reminds me a lot of alex bokash um right shot gonna score a lot of goals you know, 18, 19, if he, if he, his problem is cons- consistency, right? But if he gets it going, he's going to probably put up 30 goals a, a year. Um, so not bad, not bad. And you know, if it's, if it's a bathers pick and they, and they pick them, um, and they're going for it this year, they're probably going to end up trading him at Christmas. Like whoever, if they own this pick and whoever they pick with this pick, they're probably going to trade that player at Christmas yeah, yeah, as yeah, part of a package yeah. to get someone. So, um, you know, it's just right now I'm just throwing names out there. Uh, 17, I have Drummondville. Is that correct? Yep. Which, uh, based off your mock, will be the third Drummondville pick. Yes. Right. Yeah, correct. They had, uh, they had eight and they had 11. Um, going with a local player. Um, oh, he's e- flipping the sheet. That's, uh, that's e- always good. Eli Bayerjean. Um, I think he's. Eli? Eli Bayerjean. I believe in Eli. I believe Eli can fly. Um, where the uh, where the heck is he? We're not singers, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Eli, what? Buyer Jean. Hey, no. buyers, buyer, buyer jeans. <laughs> uh. All right, I'm just gonna punch him in here. Where 17. is he? Wait, yeah. I'll take a quick. Sorry about this, folks. I like to go off the board sometimes, and uh, when you do that, um, sometimes you find players that. Uh, <laughs> Don't even have on your. Oh, p- from Magog. Magog. Yeah. Uh. He... Uh. Yes. Forty-two. Forty-two. There we go. Perfect. Uh. So yeah, another um, be a local player for uh, for Drummondville, and we are at the eighteenth pick. Um. Oh. Cur- currently belonging to Moncton, um, but uh, will not be belonging to Moncton yeah, by uh, the time we get to this. Uh, Some selection. articles will come out. Yeah. Um, so this pick uh, will be traded to Blainville. Um, we will be acquiring the 21st pick, the 41st pick, 
and a uh, forward artist, a forward from St. John by the name of Nick Blagden. Um, As reported, we don't actually like report it in the article. We're not. I'm confirming. Same. I'm confirming it. All right. <laughs> 21st, 41st, and Nick Blagden. Uh, so, yes. But let's just say uh, Moncton did have this pick. Um, I would love to see them select Jake Todd. Uh, he's a forward out of Nova Scotia. Um, to me, he's like a left shot version of a. I don't. I don't want to say Brad Marchand because he's he's not a he's not that much of a pest, but he plays bigger. He's a very yeah. small forward, like five six or something like that. Um, I would say a, a a left shot version of a, a version of a Brandon Gallagher. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So a small forward, you know, plays bigger than than his size. Um. I actually saw something today where um, Jake Todd, you know, some some scouts, um, some Q scouts were, were interviewed or, or surveyed, and Jake Todd was actually named the best playmaker available for the draft. Um, he was the highest scoring fifteen year old in, in the Nova Scotia League by I think twenty points. He blew away. He like he won, easily won Rookie of the Year in uh, in Nova Scotia. Um, so I would be thrilled um, if uh, you know. If he's in fact available when we pick at twenty-one, or when we pick at twenty-three, mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, this is a player who could immediately step in and and put up points. Um, Nineteen, I have Saint John as a compensation pick. Is that oh. uh, what we have here, or yeah, uh, Victoriaville's got nineteen as a compensation. Saint John's got twenty. As okay, a I messed them. I messed them up then. Okay, so nineteen, we'll we'll say it's Victoriaville. Uh, Vince Ellie, Vince Ellie, um, twenty-seven on 20, the twenty-seven on the sheet. There we yeah. go, Vince Ellie, um, which almost sounds like Vince Scully. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, small forward, I think. Yeah, five eight, one eighty-three. Cool. Don't know anything about him. Fantastic. <laughs> Finishing the first round, and hopefully not at one o'clock in the morning, is the St. John Sea Dogs. Uh, will he hold on to this pick? Probably. Will they go off the board? Probably. Probably. Will they use it for a compensation pick next year? Probably. They will select Bradley Nadeau uh, from the Frederick and Caps. Uh, brothers Josh Nadeau, who played for Edmonton, committed to the University of Maine. Um, oh, so he's not on here? Oh, he's on there. He's uh, pretty up there, I think. Bradley Nadeau, 11. Oh, right over here. Yep. Yeah. So that's just uh, me throwing some names out there. Um, you know, I... <laughs> It's St. John. Yeah. <laughs> you know? We, um, we have a hit. Like, in the three years I've been here, we have a history of taking guys that have committed and seeing if we can get yeah. Seeing if they can get them. Not Absolutely. We, not we at all. And uh, I know for a fact that uh, last year at the Christmas trade deadline, they did everything they could to possibly acquire Josh Nadeau from Bathurst. Uh, they were unsuccessful. Um, so I think if they take this uh, 20th pick and, and pick Bradley, I think they'll kick the tires with uh, with Bathurst again. And uh, see if they can maybe get the uh, brothers in uh, in St. John. So um, that is it, folks. That's the first round mock draft. Um, I highly doubt I am anything close to being <laughs> right. Um, I do have a good feeling about my top four. Um, but I think at Halifax, um, you know, I think they're going to take one of the two defensemen. I think I think they'll right. take either Coughlin or McKinnon. Uh, I don't think they'll take both. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, th- I'm feeling good about four, the top four. I'm feeling 
okay about five out of the top six. I'll okay. put it that way. After that, you know, complete sh- uh, uh, dart throws. Can, can I can I say that? Sure. Shit show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just um, well, especially well, this year, it's so hard to predict with what scouts are going to. They might completely go off the board because they have talked to a player and a coach, and they know that they want mm-hmm. this guy in their in That's their organization, right. right? And it's you know, it's to the point where there's so many teams that have multiple picks. Like, what did we what did we count? Ramuski has something like four. Yeah. Um, they Drummondville have, could have three. They could have three. So that sits well for Moncton uh, going into that 21st and 23rd pick. Um, because at that point, you know, you've if if the same teams are are picking, you kind of you're not going to go okay forward defenseman forward defenseman. You might go you know D forward forward yeah. D. You know, you might take three forwards. At that point, you're 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 scratching names off your list, and all of a sudden you're you're at your pick, and and someone's still on your list that you have ranked fifth. Right, so there's a very good chance, and I think this trading 18th is a very smart move um, by Richie. Um, and if he uses those picks to go to 16, uh, I, I hope they have a player in mind, um, and I hope it's one of the players that uh, I have on my first uh, my my drop my mock draft. Because if not, then you know I look a little silly. But <laughs> well, let's uh, let's switch gears. Let's talk. Uh, let's get to a little bit close from home. Weekly rewind. So, I mean, we're moving 18. We're going back 21, 41. So now we got 21, 23, 41, 62, 62. Mm. You know, we didn't have a uh, second. We didn't have a third. Like he's, Richie's been trying to get picks in these extra rounds to get players. Mm. Is there a chance he's acquiring these picks to move up if a player starts to fall? I don't see. I, I think it would be smart, right? Um, there's obviously um, that, and that's going to be the crazy part about this draft is you know there's there's players on this list that you know we had what in the fifties, yeah, might go in the first round, yeah. So that's uh, that just tells you how wide open this draft is going to be. Um, you know, if, if I'm uh, you know if I'm Richie and I want that sixteen pick, I'm, I'm not giving up my two seconds. Uh, I think that would be a gross overpayment. Uh, I want to be able to hang on to. You know, at least twenty three. Um, you know, if you if you trade twenty one, if you're if you're trading twenty one for sixteen, you know, at that point it's getting to the point where well, why did you move eighteenth then? Yeah. Um, why didn't you just add that to the package? Yeah. So I, I think if anything they'll they'll probably trade the um, maybe the twenty fourth pick. It's tw- it is twenty fourth, I think, right? Twenty no, third. Twenty third. Sorry. Twenty third, forty one, sixty two, eighty in the first five. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Twenty one, twenty three, forty one, sixty two, eighty. And so they're getting twenty one and forty one for eight and a, and a player for eighteen. Yeah. So you got to think sixteenth is worth twenty third. Um. Yeah. It's it's at that point it's getting tough. Forty. Because you don't forty one. Yeah. Uh, you you don't want to give up too many picks because it, you know if, if you know uh, Moncton's head coach Alex Goche he loves picks and Richie loves picks so you don't want to give up too much. Which uh, they're kind of in a weird spot. Like you want a lot of picks because you didn't have them in the rounds coming into the draft. Mm-hmm. But if you remember back to our season finale show, there's not a lot of spots up for grabs for these younger players. So you know at the time we had said if you can't find a spot for your 18th pick, well mm-hmm. now. You potentially have to find a spot for 16th, and if you, you know, you don't want too many picks that 
you don't have spots for, right? Like they're kind of in a weird year where they're getting picks back, but they could move those. Cause I don't think, you know, you said to, uh, to Johnny rocket there, you know, ask me at the draft if that will be traded. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know about you. I think that's a Christmas deal. I think yeah, I, I do too. You know, it's um, unless an absolute steal falls like a like a Dylan McKinnon just starts to fall down the draft board, mm-hmm. then maybe you put uh, a package together. But I, I don't. I, you, you're you're hoping you're hoping for the Spence return as opposed to the Pelche return with Dowie because he he had this season a great season, but he he was injured near the end of it, so he couldn't add to the value there. So this gets him a full half a year to add to that value moving forward at Christmas is my thought. I, I don't, I don't know if he's going to move this weekend. I don't I think it's think, a picks thing. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't, um, you know, unless the right offer comes along, right. Uh, if, if someone steps up and say, look, we'll, we'll give it two first round picks. I don't think you can say no to that. Um, I wouldn't, Which I, we, we joked it could be Quebec when they wanted to give two, when they wanted what? to move first packs, um, I said, well, you know, I, I tweeted, Hey, Richie, yeah, on well, the phone for that, but. Quebec is going to be finishing their 20-year-olds this weekend. So they're getting goaltender Ayakobo from Victoriaville. Yep. They're getting Louis Crevier from Chicoutimi. Um, and I think um, they'll complete it because they're also going to have Gabriel Montre as a, another 20. So those are the three 20s in Quebec. If Daou is traded, um, to me, I think there's only a couple options at this point, Gatineau and Schoenigan. Um, so Gatineau doesn't have a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, Schwinnigan, I, I thought they had a first round pick, but I guess they don't. <laughs> um, but at that point, I mean, you may, maybe you get some seconds this year and then a first next year and you know, you're, you're laughing all the way to the bank, right? you know, but I really don't think he gets straight out of the draft. Um, we need someone to be a number one center. Yeah. Right. Um, we don't have anyone right now to be a number one center and, and Dawu is going to be that guy. Uh, so, <laughs> honestly, like we're getting to the point where. If you take a, a forward or defenseman with your first, let's say we, we don't trade into that to get 16 and we just hang on to 21 and 23, you know, let, you're probably going to take a forward and a defenseman. I don't think you're going to take two of the same position. Right. Um, but we're, you get to find room for these guys. Because if you look at the top six right now, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty full. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. you you've got. Uh, I mean, you're gonna have Connor Olson. You're gonna have. Okay, well, rumors. Uh, <laughs> the talk is is Samuel Degrosay from Blainville. So, you know, you've got those two. I, I don't think Olson will be on the top pair. I think it'll be Pilot. So Pilot yeah. and Degrosay, and then you'll have uh, probably uh, Olson and, and uh, Darcy. Then you'll have uh, Ayasenza and, and Hamel. Hamel, yeah. Uh, that's your six, right? You're probably gonna move Paven up. Because he did an amazing as a forward, big big Paven forward uh, fan. Um, that's your six, right? Um, you don't want a sixteen-year-old sitting in the stands. So, do you rotate one? Like, do you rotate a, a Hamel and Iasenza to get this sixteen-year-old playing time, and then maybe move Hamel at Christmas to be able to slot that pick in? Um, there's not going to be a lot of room for these players, so I think. Development-wise, regardless of who you take with your first two picks, you send them back to Midget. 
or you hope they get picked high in the, in the Maritime Hockey League draft and they go play Junior A at 16 for the first half year and kind of get that experience. I know we're getting a little off track here, but... No, it's it, it's exactly... And it's funny because I said, like, when we were looking at our lineups at the end of the, the year there, I said, if you take an 18-year-old, like, are you even going to play him? And, you know, you were pretty adamant. Like, if you take a player at 18 and you can't find a spot for him, well, Develop, we're, you, we're you, almost at that you point You have to where, find a, sp- a place yeah. for him. Um, it's, but where? Uh, well, I mean, if it's yeah. you know, if it's uh, if it's a defenseman, I think you're you know, there's not very many defensemen who will be able to play junior A at 16 and, and make an impact. Yeah. Um, unless your name is Jordan Spence, um, <laughs> you probably send them back to midget regardless of where they're playing. Uh, and then once you're once you make your moves at Christmas, they're then a you know, you at that point you're you're a permanent full time player with the team. Yeah. Hey, it worked out for Halifax with Jonathan Drouin who got sent back to midget for the first half of the season. And all of a sudden he was Halifax for the, se- for the second half of his rookie year. And, right. You know, he just lit it up. So no developmentally, it, it, it would make sense. You know, if you can't find a spot for this, for, you know, your top two picks to play, you know, once every two games, probably best if you're sending, sending them back, back to, where they came to from. To make an impact. And yeah. So, um, that's, there's really much, uh, there's not much room. I mean, maybe we, you know, there's talks that, a you know, a, a defenseman on last year's roster will be moved out. There's talks that a forward from last year's roster will be moved out. We're not going to mention names because those are just, you know, they're not as known as some of the rumors yeah. that are out there right now. Uh, and these players might not know. Um, so we don't want to get into that. And, you know, that <laughs> we don't want to get shut down uh, yeah. by, uh, by Friday night. And then all of a yeah. sudden we can't do our own show. So, yeah. um, we're not going to mention that, but you, I think, you know, you. I mean, there had to be players being moved out. Yeah, we're running out of room yeah, for. You have to find players. For this team, you you have, you know, you've got players that you drafted last year that weren't even invited to training camp because you had that thirty-six player limit that, you know, might have a chance that it's a surprise. So, a lot yeah, of wild cards. Back to full. Oh yeah, full yeah. I, you know, we're we're doing pretty. Or at least I can't see there being much yeah. of a. I mean, they've got a they've got a full schedule with the Maritime teams going to Quebec. The Quebec teams coming to the Maritimes. You got to think you'll be able to send guys to camp, and whether yeah. it's open camp or not is a completely different story. But mm-hmm. you got to believe that. Well, like like I said to you before we got uh, before we got going real, recording, I know three for sure is coming into this draft for next year. Dao is going to be our number one center. Mm-hmm. Barbashev is going to be on the right side. Mm-hmm. Philion's going to be in the cage. Yeah, that's about it. That's yeah. the only three guarantees I'll make on this on this team. And you know, if I want to throw uh, Loshing on the top line, yes, there yeah. our top line is done. <laughs> like yeah. that, that's and, the only guarantees I'll go with. And second line, I mean, you got to look at Labelle. He's going to come back healthy, hopefully. Fingers yeah. crossed. I think we'll. I think you know, with our Euro pick, that'll be thirteenth. Yep, 13th. I think we'll probably have a center. Um, so, you know, if it's not a center. That's the Wednesday after the some draft sort too, of a right? forward, yeah, uh, someone that can play uh, on the second line with someone like Labelle and uh, Langlois because Langlois' progression has just been, you know, going uh, going up yeah, ever yeah. since he uh, he he jumped on board with the team. So that's pretty bring much back your. The, he's just got to bring back the mullet. Yeah, just yeah. mullet, just Langlois, yeah. mullet. That's pretty much your two lines right there, yeah. right? Like, uh, and then if you know, looking at third, the third line, you maybe go with a Paven on the left side. Go with a Nathan Casey down the middle, and uh, rookie the and then Alexi Danielle on the rookie, right side. Yeah. Like that's your three lines right there. If if you know, this is just me throwing names out there of where I think would they would fit perfectly. Yeah. 
It's interesting you, know. you have Pavin at forward, and I, I I don't disagree with that. I really liked him as a forward. Yeah. Um, I just wonder with depending on who you draft and what your old pick is, if he actually, you know, kind of is easier to find a spot on the back end mm-hmm. than the the front end, or plays both during the season. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite penciled in as just a forward. He's kind of back and forth for both. Yeah. Um, and if you just look at like fourth line, I mean, you're not you're not trading for Nick Blagden without having him in your lineup. Yeah. So you know, fourth line on the Jake. right side, Jake Stewart. I mean, as much as it, you know, some fans will hate to have a 20 year old playing on the fourth line. You kind of need his leadership. You need his faceoffs. Yeah. And coming from last year, you need his penalty kill. Yeah. And he he could have a an A on his jersey leadership wise, right? Like, and then you really can't at, hate that. And then at that point, who's on your left side? Connor Richard, Dominic LeBlanc, Cluche, uh, Cluche. Um, you know, a guy we haven't really like somebody from camp. Exactly. Like surprises. There's, there's uh there's not, I mean, it, it's funny because this team is in a rebuild and usually when you're in a rebuild, there's tons of spots open, but there's not a lot of spots open. Yeah. Um, so you've, you've got some, uh, you know, they're going to be playing with, uh, playing with fire come training camp. And, you know, fortunately it's, uh, one of those cases where, you know, if you're a 19 year old and you're on the outside looking in, you can easily go on waivers and hopefully get somebody and you know, hopefully yeah. a team picks you up. But there's not a lot of room on this roster. <laughs> uh, really isn't. You know, like uh, the backup. I mean, pff, don't even get me started on the backup. No, we got uh, we got uh, one more show after this, and then we got all summer to debate that uh, who's going to be the backup goaltender mm-hmm. if there's there is one. Um, yeah, it's it's it'll be a fun weekend. I think it'll be a, an active one, not just player wise. I think there'll be a lot of not just in terms of Moncton. I think there'll be a ton of picks moved mm-hmm. because guys have their their sheets, their draft boards, whatever, and they have their guys that they want, and they're going to move up and down the draft board um, to to go get their guys that they feel confident in with limited uh, limited viewings. And next week we can get into after we know who's been picked. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I mean, we kind of threw a roster together there, but we'll have a little bit better of idea of, you know. Import drafts wins the Wednesday. The Wednesday after. So, so we'll, be, we'll usually record on it. Yeah. I mean, we can probably wait till after the import draft if you want. Do a Thursday uh, special Thursday, yeah, and you know what? We're gonna see if we can get the the architect of this whole that's right thing, Richie, for yeah. our annual draft show. Um, but before we get out of here, we promised that we're gonna do some trivia. So we're gonna do some trivia for a chance to win a fifty dollars gift certificate to our presenting sponsor, Muddy Rudder Bar and Grill in Alma. Um, you know, like my story, um, this place is a fantastic place to eat. We're all just coming out of this pandemic um, slowly. Things are starting to open up. We're traveling more. Mm-hmm. Um, this restaurant we're opened... open to the rest of Canada yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this restaurant opened in 2019, just before the pandemic, when the little uh, convenience store kind of I can't remember what the cafe was called for the life of me. It's right across from the hotel. Yeah, um, um, it's not Octopus Garden because Octopus Garden yeah. is a little more up. Yeah, I was trying to think of what it was, but it it, it burned down. This place, uh, you know new restaurant just before the pandemic hit um so again we should be doing whatever we can to support local wherever mm-hmm. we can um layla and i went there on the sunday she had the chowder uh it was fantastic it right said. frenchy chowder 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 um so if you get a chance to go to the funny national park or just want a day trip thursday is their wing night uh steak night every friday night mm-hmm. so if you're headed if you're hungry, head to Muddy Rudder in Alma. Uh, Mr. Boucher, your trivia question. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so for a $50 uh, is a gift card, gift, gift certificate, certificate, whatever it is. Um, so one guest per person, 
Um, if you're wrong, nothing's stopping you from creating a random Twitter account <laughs> to take another stab at it. And following us, get yeah. those numbers up. Exactly. So, trivia question is as follows. Uh, so, since the 2017 QMJHL draft, uh, Moncton has selected five players in the first round. Um, so, what I we want to know is between those five players, how many combined regular season regular season points do they have uh so again since the 2017 qmjhl draft moncton has selected five players in the first round how many combined points regular season points do these five players have in a wildcats jersey okay so if they have been traded the team they've been traded to those points do not count we are asking for the number of points between these five players that they've accumulated in the regular season as Moncton Wildcats. There you go. So you have until Monday. Monday night, yeah. Monday night to get us your answers. Um, Facebook, uh, not Facebook. I guess Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. If you Facebook can. Messenger, Twitter DM, Instagram DM, um, TikTok. Maybe. TikTok has a DM, but we'll just yeah, limit those other three. TikTok. Um, You're doing pretty good with TikTok. I'll give you thanks. that. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, they're kind of fun. Uh, the one with the, what's a couple there? Yeah, like uh, back in the the support, yeah, the supportive yeah. ones. Yeah, supportive one. lesbians. Um, yeah, they're good. They're a good group. <laughs> That's literally what they're called. Yeah, really. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, um, so yeah. Um, again, one last time. Uh, Moncton has selected five players in the first round since 2017. Um, how many regular season points between those five players do they have combined in a Wildcats jersey? So you have until Monday at what? 6 p.m. 6 p.m. to get us your answers, and uh, you know, random name number generator. Uh, and uh, you'll win yourself a uh, $50 gift certificate to the Matarata in <laughs> Alma. And uh, you don't have to name the players, just the yes. just the points. Mm-hmm. Just the um, number. Just the number. Uh, so, yeah, we'll announce the winner next uh, next show. Uh, so, yeah, that'll do it for our pre-draft show. Again, stay tuned to our Instagram on Friday. We should be live for the first round. We're going to be live uh, going for most of it and then into Moncton's picks, but they could not have picks in that first round, so... We might still pop on live just to talk about the draft and get everyone's uh, thoughts and views. And who knows, maybe we'll pop on live during Saturday's round two through 14. Again, thanks again for watching, downloading, listening to the show. We're going to be back next week with a draft recap show, trivia giveaway as well. We'll see if we can get the architect of this team, Richie Tebow, for our annual chat. Stay safe. Keep getting vaccinated. We'll see you next week and enjoy the 2021 QMJHL draft presented by Fenplast.